All right, welcome to the Behind the Glass Gallery, episode seven. Seven or six? <laughs> it's at least five. I think we're good. I, I don't know why I said seven, but <laughs> June, we're really, June is the sixth Listen, it's one. been a long week. I just came from changing the tire today. I'm really tired, but I think we're on episode six right now. Six. It's the we're sixth in June. month of the year, yes. Yep. Right. I mean, yeah, we're in June. Right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Six month. Uh, and we're here with our Behind the Glass Gallery artist for the month of June. And um, yeah, Kwaje, I think uh, we've been, in a way, uh, entering each month with a slew of artists that have been showcasing very great types of um, range in terms of, you know, what they offer here in the city of Rochester. And we're definitely bringing that here again in the month of June. Yeah, uh, you know, another three phenomenal, uh, talented folks, um, you know, using different levels of photography. So, you know, you've got film, we've got digital, we've got, uh, you know, really everything uh, in between uh, and photographing different things, um, you know, different parts of Rochester, but also really just different parts of, of their lives. Right, definitely. And I think what uh, draws uh, people to the type of work they do is that it's very unique. And at the end of the day, they're, you know, very similar in terms of what they will be bringing to the gallery. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Also similar names. Similar names. Yeah. Yes. I was going <laughs> to mention yeah. that as well. Two Wilders, an Erica and an Eric. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I think, um, I, I think we also got throughout there that even though we're at the halfway point of the year, uh, just want to throw out a big thank you, uh, Kwaji and I, to uh, a lot of you guys that have been showing support to the gallery, coming to the events, coming to the receptions every first Friday. We really appreciate it. We got to keep it rolling, keep coming every Friday, or first Friday, uh, 6 to 8. Please keep showing support for the current artists that are there. Um, so, you know, anytime the Mercantile on Main is open, uh, you're welcome to come in and check out the, the artist's uh, work that is up there on the walls. Um, so, yeah, so just please continue to keep watching um, and, you know, watching out for the artists that we showcase in the gallery uh, on a monthly basis and keep showing them support, even though they're not in the gallery no more. Um, but yeah. And so let's take it back to our June artists. Uh, we're going to take a quick cut. And when we're done and when we come back, this uh, is our non-commercial yep, commercial break, Our non-commercial break. When we come back, we'll have our three artists, Erica, Eric, and Jason. All right. All right, welcome back. And here we are with our June artists. We're going to start off with uh, Ladies First. We have Erica here. And uh, yeah, Erica, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to the people that are listening right now. All right. <laughs> um, peace, y'all. I am Erica J. Uh, I've been shooting, I guess, since about 2012. Um, I found my interest in photography when actually a little prior to that when I was in high school. Took some classes, took some film classes, um, and then I moved on to MCC, took some classes there, and then when I transferred to UB, I purchased uh, my first digital camera, um, professional camera, <laughs> air quotes. <laughs> um, and I used my refund money for that, and yeah, no doubt. Right, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to that refund money. I think my first big refund money purchase was a PSP when I was in <laughs> MCC. But yeah, those came in handy. Yeah. We might all have one of those stories. I'm sure, you yeah. took some real good pictures with that PSP. Oh, I sure Richard. did. <laughs> I sure did. 
How did it feel when you when you when you got that first camera though? It felt good. I mean, I I just went crazy. I just started shooting um, a lot of nature stuff. That was like my first thing, and then. I had some friends who were into dance, and they kind of, like, asked me to do, um, like, videos, actually. Okay. But I shied away from videos for a while, and I'm kind of picking it back up, trying to. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah you're all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, when, when you started doing some of these videos, did it start like deviating towards, okay, I want to be a videographer versus a photographer. Not Did at you, all. Not at all. You wanted to like, just keep both and like straddle that line between both. Yeah. Like I, I don't know how I ended up putting down the video. I think it, it was the editing that kind of got in mm. the way. It was like too much. Yeah. Took a lot of time and I just preferred photography and I like met a friend out in Buffalo and he showed me Lightroom and there you go. It was, That's all it takes. It was done from there, that yeah. one person to give you a little extra push, yeah. show you something that you didn't know, and then you're like, wow. Yeah. I have a whole nother just open box now in my brain. I could just do so many different things. That's yeah. awesome. And I made what? so many connections out there with friends. Like, um, yeah. And what led you to um, photography? So you said, you know, you, you took those classes in. Okay, so my in high school. <laughs> yeah. Like, I started on a little Kodak Easy Share camera. Oh, yeah. And I was taking, like, a lot of selfies. Um, but then I was, you know, taking pictures of random things that, you know, appeared cool to me, like fire hydrants and working the angles and stuff. There and, you I, go. you know, people would be like, oh, I love your angles. You know, and then so. you, go, you go back and look at it now, you're like, what in the world? Right. Was what was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I oversaturate when I yes. edited it? Like, oh, my goodness. Like, I remember my big thing was every time I shot something – it had to be at an angle. I had to get down low and then look up and then turn the camera to the right. Yeah, exactly. And make sure that nothing, <laughs> everything was like crooked. I don't know why that was a look that I felt like I needed for all my photography. But looking back, I was like, what the hell? I think that's every photographer's entry point. Maybe, I'm assuming. But yeah. What was, um, so you, are you from Rochester, born and raised? I am born and raised from Rochester, 19th Ward. Nice. Represent. And um, <laughs> so you went from from Rochester to, to Buffalo. To Buffalo for like, like what was that experience like, and 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 how did it change, or if it ch- uh, changed your your the way you took photographs? <laughs> um, Still fire hydrants. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so covered in snow. Yeah, yeah mostly right. <laughs> mostly uh, nature. What else did I? Buffalo, just like yeah, a lot, a lot of performance. Um, yeah, performance portraits mm-hmm. for like my artist friends. Um, and then when I moved back to Rochester after I graduated, I found a studio at the Hungerford. Um, mm-hmm. I had gotten on the waiting list, and I was on the waiting list for like a year, and then I finally got in. This is like 2016, and I just started buying the equipment, and a lot of my friends from Buffalo would come because they were like into clothing design and stuff like that. So I would take portraits, and yeah. But the street photography that came a little later. Um, I took a class with Arlene Thaler at uh, what's it called? Flower City. Thank you. Yes. Yep. 
How do you know? Like, because I know cool. the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I took a class there and uh, fell in love with street photography. And I just, that's, like, my number one niche. Like, telling the story of the streets and mm-hmm. just documenting real life shit. Yep. Yeah. I think that's what drew me a lot to what you do. Because it's literally what I... What, what draws me a lot of that <clears throat> is the fact that when you're shooting stuff in the street, mm-hmm. you don't have a story, and you kind of, like, make that up behind your mind. Mm-hmm. And um, we got people that are now trying to invent new ways to develop meanings behind pictures that are found and that, that don't have any story to it mm-hmm. um, and trying to find different ways to um, correlate some type of meaning with them, which is great. Um, but yeah, that's that's awesome. So do, so do you still connect with those people from Buffalo? Like you said, they still come by and. Actually, no. Um, where are they? Where, where are, are they? they? <laughs> well, they're they're like too Episode famous for two, me now. <laughs> well, how about <clears throat> how about this? How about and excuse me for me keep on clearing my throat. I'm sorry. I choked on some um, some some lovely wine before we recorded. <laughs> um, so Erica, you you have Buffalo, you have Rochester, right? So mm-hmm. you've you've kind of played in both different you know playgrounds. Do you find yourself finding differences between the two? Like you were over there, you're over here now, right? Mm. You look back and you know see things differently. Like how do you actually compare the two in terms of the photography art scene? Okay, in terms of the photography art scene. Mm, that's a good question. Oh, I have to ponder that. Um, I feel like they're pretty equal. Like, hmm. Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo, I feel like they just have more of a community in the art scene, if that makes sense. Like, they have more events going on. Mm -hmm. Here, it can be slow. It can get a little stagnant. Mm -hmm. But I love Rochester, so don't don't (laughs) y'all. They're they're very different cities. I mean, I I grew up in Buffalo, and I've lived here for 20 years, so I've been in both for almost half my life. They're very different towns. Buffalo is very positive about itself, and sometimes we do get isolated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think the biggest comparison that I'll I'll probably, you know, move into our next topic with that is the fact that a lot of times – when I used to speak to my students about differences between two cities uh-huh. when I was a teacher, it's almost like comparing two churches. There's no, you know, no perfect church, but right. they all had that same mindset of trying to build a type of community and whatnot. Sure. So we all do things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to figure out if there was something that you saw that was a little bit of Buffalo here and also, you know, make a place for yourself here and actually make Rochester something that uh, can help bridge your artwork. So for sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm going to go to one of the Wilders. We'll, we'll go, we're going to go to one of the Wilders decks. Thank so you, Erica. They have, to, Thank they you. have yeah. to rock, paper, scissors to figure out which Wilders yeah. going first. Oh. We'll, we'll, go <laughs> out, we'll go alphabetical. So we'll start with Eric. I, <laughs> I was like, wait, like, does E come before J? I can't yeah. remember. How, how does alphabets work? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how many months from the year. So. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. Pop quiz. Right. All right, uh, so our next artist is uh, Eric Wilder. So, Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing awesome, pretty good. Awesome. I uh, apologize for the effects of the wine. Uh, <laughs> oh, no effects. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a lightweight. Sorry, guys. I'm a lightweight. <laughs> no, uh, hi, I'm Eric Wilder. Um, how I got here is a bit of a winding path. I started out um, a little... 
Well, down. All right. Yeah, we're we're, we're adjusting to the new studio right now, so we're we're making everything real nice, real so, nice. There we go. There we go. Better. Good. All good. Okay. Now, uh, basically, I started out uh, film photography in high school, which was early '90s. Uh, we got to use, you know, it was all film photography. We had uh, access to a dark room. Um, and, you know, I, I did that. I did a little bit in college. I, I took some film photography classes, a lot more dark room work there. Uh, was it a local to, college? No, it was actually uh, Albany, Albany. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, from there, I moved around a bit after I graduated. Uh, I got into advertising, and I had a lot of other people taking photography for me. For me, uh, <clears throat> through that, um, when we had our firstborn, after about ten years, my wife wanted to move back up here. She's from Jamestown. I'm from Watertown, and this was kind of the the midpoint between you know where where we grew up. So we chose Rochester, and she actually had uh, an opportunity. So it just it all came together and made sense. Um, after that, um, I ended up staying home and raising our child, mm-hmm. the second child after that. I, I did things to, you know, I, I freelanced and I did things to, to keep myself creative. Once they got old enough to where I could get out, um, being that we're here, you know, where, where all this great film is made, I started picking up the camera again. And really, um, because of where I was in life, I sort of developed these two schools of like what I was going to shoot. One was my children and of course, probably like, 80% of what I shoot is my kids, but none of that is in the show. Yeah. It's great work, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Um, there, they were <laughs> great models. Now they're getting a little old. There's a lot of eye rolls in those pictures now. So It's funny uh, that you no. say that. The, my kids are what I photograph the most, and my son is, uh, my youngest son uh, will be 15 this year. Like, he's grown up in mostly the digital era, so he has, you know, so many photographs, but I still look back at a lot of those, like, you know, going to Walgreens or going to yeah. a photo place and getting film and then bringing it back. And yeah. some of the film is like, you know, whatever, or going into the dark room. Like my, my oldest son, his first, the first photograph I took of him, like I developed in a dark room and it was just this beautiful moment of like, you know, I saw him come to life in yeah. the world. And then I saw uh, this image again, come to right. life in the bath. Right. And it's like just this beautiful full right. circle. So I love, yeah. Yeah. love that your, your children are your, you know, part of that. Yeah, big, big, yeah. Uh, they're, they're definitely muses for me. Um, but the other school of thought, uh, you know, is, is uh, or however you want to do, the, the thing that I've developed is, hey, this is dad's time to sort of get out. I still do work. I still have to deal with a lot of other stuff and slow things down, particularly because of the style of photography. You know, the, the film is not something you can just boom, 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 click, 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 and you've got, you know, all these pictures you have to be very cognizant of what you're taking pictures of, very cognizant of, you know, how it frames up and everything. You know, there's a huge expense to it, too. Very huge expense. Yes. <laughs> What's um, funny is the last time we were talking, I think this was two months ago, actually, um, we, we were in this in this room and we were talking about, you know, film photography. And I think Kwaje and I were basically, I don't know if you still have it, but I still have two cameras right now that still need film yeah. to be shot on right. that have been <laughs> loaded in there. For, that, yeah. They've yeah, been loaded yeah, in there yeah. for months because I want to have the right time. You got to have, you got to have the right moment. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. and there's also boxes of film that I still have that I still need to, you know, utilize as well. Yeah. yeah there's so. one camera that I'm not sure when I started taking those photos, 
but I still have like, I don't know, maybe six or seven frames. So it's going to be a surprise <laughs> for me and right. for the world to figure out <laughs> what, like, I don't remember when that film went in. I know that there's film in there. because yeah. I see it, but it's just, again, yeah, that slow like, oh down. Gosh, yeah. That's what I was doing. I remember that yeah, day, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah. Uh, so I, I often, when I'm shooting for myself, to get no distract, to make sure there aren't any distractions. I will get up at like five in the morning, you know, load the film up, wait till the sun just starts coming up and just go out. Nobody's out. You can go anywhere. You know, all the light, the nightlife has died down. All the, the day life hasn't started yet. And just, you know, you can stand in the middle of the street, not worry about that's, anything. That's and when just, I go out the most and I yeah. shoot all my bodega shots. <laughs> Yeah, around just, five and six o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. great. It's peaceful. It's there's a whole zen to it, um, and just the process itself is to me more important than you know the, the final product. Just being able to to, to enjoy, uh, you know, and have a reason to get out and just you take things in differently when you can sit there and just stare at it. You contemplate it. What was this place? Yep. Who uses this? What you know? What uh, there is this. Um, Wonderful place that no longer exists. It exists in my photographs, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck E. Cheese? It's a, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> my, my son and I have cried over that. Um, but uh, there was actually this, this farm that was nearby our house um, that was abandoned, um, and, and nature had taken it over. Mm. And I, I just love to go there. And, so, you know, people dump stuff there and stuff. Right, and right. there's all kinds of, and even still, what were they, you know, I, I find myself, what were they doing that night when they came and they left all this stuff, you know? And, right. Um, that has since been, of course, removed. Is, is actually an interesting story because, like, I, I sit there and I contemplate, this used to be a farm, this family probably lived here, it provided sustenance for them, and now it's being turned into a farmer's market. So, you know, in the long run, it's actually being used to provide for an entire community. Wow. It's kind of neat, but... Yeah. You know, these are just all the, head, the stuff that's going through my head when I take these pictures. Yeah. There or, you know, elsewhere, um, you know, if we down by the water, by the canal, or just, you know, just walking down the street and there's nobody out, you yeah. have these thoughts. Right. You know? so, it's a whole process. Yeah. So I, that, that's that's basically, whether that comes through in my, in my pictures or not, that's basically what you'll see and you know, what I've selected for the show. So Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I <clears throat> love the connection to it as well. And I know, you know, Richard uh, chimed in and said that's when he does a lot of his shooting. And I don't know if it's something that maybe it comes with age um, or it comes with your world is so loud, you know, regular, right? Your regular right. day is very loud. So being able to get up at that early hour um, and going out and having time for you, right? right? Like, you know, the older you get, the more you adult, there are less moments that you right. have that you're able to, to, to slip away. So being able to slip away and, um, you know, I often talk about, you know, film photography, but photography in general, like that ability to look through the viewfinder Mm -hmm. and everything is quiet. The world is, is still for just this moment for this frame. Um, and then it's a surprise when you you see it sometimes, you know, it's great surprise. And sometimes it's like, Oh, exposure or, uh, you know, yeah, I just did something. Yeah. It's gone. But, you One know. of my favorite moments was on a beach in Florida, and I went to pull out my camera, and the battery died. And I was like, man, this is such a beautiful sunset. But I remember that sunset like right. no other sunset because right. I had to stop 
and just enjoy it. Right. But I remember the same when I have a roll of film in there because, you know, it's gone off to the shop. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I get the call. Come and pick it up. I come and pick it up. And there it is again. Um, and it's just those those cool moments. Right. And, you know, uh, when I think of film, and it's probably a handful of my son's pictures on there, because every roll of film that I've ever shot in the last four or five years has a picture of him, uh, my, my youngest son. And, you know, a couple of times they've come out really great. It was one time I decided I was going to uh, do the first day of school on film. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to do the first, like when I grew up, right? Like right, this yeah. roll of dice. The whole thing was terrible. My wife was like, you didn't take one picture on your phone? <laughs> no, I did not. But these blurry photos reminded me of the first day of school. And, right. and it's yep. in perfection. So, yep. yeah, I love that. Awesome. The other Wilder. <laughs> All right, Jason. Jason. It's your turn. <laughs> it's my turn, huh? Jason Wilder. What is your story? You're up to bat, sir. <laughs> well, I guess I pe- first picked up a camera back in 2000, my own personal camera, a little digicam and... At the time, I had like a music blog, and um, I was following all these other, you know, personal blogs, music blogs, and there's some people from New York City, and they walk around, take pictures of their, of their neighborhood and friends and family, and a lot of candid stuff. And I was like, I, you know, I like that. I kind of want to try to do that too. I didn't realize what they were doing and what it was called. I didn't care. I just wanted to participate in that activity. Mm-hmm. And so that's how it started. And I'll flash forward how many years? What year is it? 2023? 23 years. Don't ask questions. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. You know, like, I'm kind of like the opposite of Eric. I like to be out when there is a lot of chaos and noise. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to photograph that. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to. Do you have kids? I have kids, yes. Okay. And sometimes they come along. Uh, my fiance sometimes she comes along too right. it's um it's uh energizing right. um just uh being around all pe- everybody and getting candids and uh yeah so um yeah i like to not think i like having that synapse of like that's interesting click mm-hmm. and then thinking about it and being cerebral about it later right. instead of while i'm making the photo right so yeah that's Basically what I do. Even yeah, I love your, I mean, I think the, one of the first times we met in person was at uh, Fuego. Yes. And yeah. you bought a couple of your, uh, your zines. And I remember like flipping through and being like, wow, like these are just these moments. And it was you know, a concert, um, you know, and just people. And I know a lot of folks, and I don't know if this is one of the images in your show, but I, one of my favorites is the, um, the Superwoman, Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's gonna be in the show. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Is it Wonder Woman or Superwoman? I don't know. It's, I'm not a, a, I it's don't, a woman I'm, in. Um, yeah, I don't want to say the wrong thing. And upset leggings, comic book guys. And, but it's just a it's just a really cool image because, like you said, there's this chaos happening. Yeah. But she is very like in focus, but kind of not in focus. Like your eye just bounces around it, and you know, there is this beauty in the the chaos. It'd be interesting, and like I always like to throw out random projects. Is like. You know, Eric takes that before and the quiet of a street and then the same street, there is Jason. Yep. And it's the photograph like this, you know, before and after, like, you know, I don't know. It's just something about I love the, the idea of your your practices, the wilders. Well, yeah, it's a, for me, it's about movement and and uh, chaos. And whereas Eric, you know, he likes the stillness and his pictures are beautiful and 
you know, and I feel like all oh, these strangers are beautiful. It doesn't matter what they look like, yeah. who they're from, or, you know, it doesn't matter to me mm-hmm. I, I, if everyone's photographable. So um, if they're doing something that, like, clicks to me, I don't even think I just try to make a photo yeah. the best way I can to, to um, represent what that synapse melt meant for me. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of... Um while it may sometimes it feels like there is a relationship between you and the person, not always in, right. in cases that it, there, there is that relationship, but it feels like it, like you're you're in this moment for this moment. Yes, it is like that because uh, I shoot wide angle, so I'm like between you and me right now. We're yeah. like uh, two feet away. Uh, sometimes it's close, um, but the more that you shoot stuff like that, you start shooting your family like that. So um, it, it, it's fun seeing your family the same way you see strangers on the street. Um, you, know, you know, the way people move their arms and their legs, the way they walk, how they dress, um, y- you know, so um, how they look at other people. Like all that's very interesting to me, and I, I like, I, I like uh, watching that and capturing that. And I'll, um, you know, just because of the other person, other personal connection, um, your work with wall therapy. Um, you know, so I think our times overlapped just a little bit, but not completely. Um, you know, so I now take photographs of wall therapy. You took photographs of wall therapy still in, in some capacity. Um, but there are these just beautiful moments and it's not necessarily the mural. It's the, the people and yeah. that's something that when I when I take photographs it's something that like when I'm out there I'm like this is my Jason Wilder uh, photojournalist like right. approach to this moment like the mural is great but the people doing it uh, right. is well, even better like Martha Cooper before us you know yeah. and everyone that's like her you know you can't name all the names but you know she captured them too um, like that like you get their personality they're more than just someone that as an artist, you know, they have families, they wake up in the morning, they have hunger, they have bills. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, um, I like to treat them that way and photograph them that way as well. It's awesome. Yeah. I've been a new element to what you've been doing recently. Well, I, I grew up loving baseball and I still love baseball. Um, I've been going to games as a way to, I know it's necessarily escape reality, but like that's my me time. And I've been, when I go, I make photos of people I sit around, um, vendors. And um, basically, it's like street photography, but while at the minor league stadium. And I've been doing that for probably about 10 years now. So, uh, and um, I reached out to the Red Wings to see if, you know, I could possibly get a press pass and possibly work with one of the players. So I'm still working on that. But I wanted to do the same documentary, candid style with a player, but um, when they're not in front of fans, mm. you know, w- when they see their wife after a couple months, um, when they're watching the fireworks of the family in the field, um, the pain of pitching after, you know, not in a game or, you know, just tending them bruises and uh, eating their meals, you know, because there's, like I said, there's more to these players than just what you see in the field. And, um, yeah, I just, that's how I feel when I walk out in the street. There's more to these people 
then they're leaving their office so they have a chance to be themselves or right. they're going to a concert so they're excited you know so you're getting these people in their um, their their moments you know what they're being real and uh, it's it's fun to watch and it's fun to um, be a part of it too if they let you in that's awesome all right um Erica let me go back to you real quick now what about I know you're very fond and very into photography, right? Okay, mm-hmm. street photography. Um, what's this other thing that you've been doing recently? In the last yoga. couple of years. What are you talking about? No, I'm just kidding. We're talking about you talking about yoga? Oh, she knows. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she knows. I had someone say to me uh, two days ago. They said, "Erica J, I know Erica. She's going to be at behind a glass gallery." I said, "Yeah." It's like she's also amazing yoga. I had this amazing experience with her. Really? Um, it was like a month or two ago, and so they just could not stop talking about wow. that yoga experience. There you go. Huh. That is, wow. I don't know if they left you like a, a one of those like, you know, <laughs> Yelp reviews or something. But <laughs> <laughs> a, comment, a comment card or something. Yeah, something. I don't know. Wow. So yeah, um, <laughs> I do yoga. Uh, I am trained to teach. Um, and lately, I've been trying to fuse both my love for yoga and photography together in creating um, a workshop called Mind Like a Lens, mm-hmm. um, where participants come together and um, we meditate at first, and then we journal a little bit, and then we talk about certain topics in photography. Um, the last one I had, we talked about, I think it was shutter speed, aperture, um, you know, so it's kind of like a teaching opportunity as well. Do you document them, like, and like, do you photograph them while they're doing this? Or I have just okay. like you know to promote it, right? Um, but yeah, then so after that, we went out together. We went to Highland Park, and we both took pictures with our cameras. Um, so you know, I'm in the I'm in the experience as well. I'm not just teaching. I'm taking photos for myself mm. and that's the awesome. person, you know, that's present. Because so far, I've only had like one person it's been one-on-one which is cool too mm-hmm. you know maybe that's like my calling maybe it's not meant for me to have like big groups or maybe i will have big groups i don't know maybe i, th- I think so big. you know we'll use this platform to help yeah. you out because yeah. what's is crazy that part of your process like do you when you before you go out are you meditating are you going through that journaling process or is this something that it's not I mean, maybe sometimes, but no. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I'm just just from this conversation and listening to how you all are talking about how you stop and you pause in these moments, like, that is meditation. Like, yeah. you know, um, Eric mentioned how he gets up between, what did you say, like five and Yeah, I'll seven? get up at five. That's wow. meditation sometimes, hours. Sometimes <laughs> in yoga, that's meditation hours, you know? So, like, I don't even think we realize, like, as uh, photographers in general, like, we are, like, we are yoga met or photography is yoga because we're pausing. Mm-hmm. We're being present in the moment and we're just like, there's a couple yoga stances. I'm not, I don't probably need that there. There mm-hmm. was a point last um, summer uh-huh. that I was like taking a photo and I had to like get really low into this like squat. Yeah. And someone had taken a photograph of me in that squat uh-huh. and my wife saw it and she was like, how did you get up? 
<laughs> because she was like, "There's no way." That's the that's the photographer uh, stability squat. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "I can get down and do the squat," but yeah. if this was like me cleaning the yard, like yeah. no, zero it times probably would not work. <laughs> no, not same. at all. But for a shot, yes, yeah. absolutely. Nice. So I wonder same. if I wonder if I had my camera in my hand, came into your space, and did yoga, uh-huh. like how. So, I mean, and and yoga isn't just the postures, you know, like it's meditation as well. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where where my focus is, is just like the meditative part um, where you're just getting still. Yeah. What's amazing is that it's almost similar to Avi, who's our, you know, last month May artist with his circus photography yeah. where he took that medium and he blended it with his photography. Right, he had learned, yeah, he he was a photographer and then Uh went off to... I didn't know they had this clown school. Right. Uh, got rejected from clown school. Chris knows it. What but is it? Then what? Got clown rejected. college. Yeah, clown, clown college. college. Yeah, you got, can't eat that. Got re- <laughs> rejected, but then somehow at the same time, Cirque du Soleil brings him in, and yeah. he uses his like photography medium, but also how he's able to capture motion yeah. without it being motion. Like so, his photographs are just dynamic in that way. That's so awesome. I, that's interesting to kind of bring. Marry yeah. those two with Abby. the meditation yeah. of yoga or mm-hmm. the you know the dynamics of circus. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah, look at that. And Eric, you um, talked about the the design aspect a little bit, the marketing, um, but you're also an amazing um, like designer. Oh, thank you. Yeah, your <laughs> books are like just phenomenal design work. Um, you know, at one point in my life, I called myself a graphic designer. And then I saw some of your design work and I was like, well, maybe I wasn't maybe quite me, the graphic designer I thought. <laughs> but they're just these beautiful, beautiful um, pieces. Thank you. Talk to us a little bit about that and maybe yeah. how it even yeah. informs some of your your work. Um, well, it uh, uh, designing book covers came about um, because I had taken some creative writing classes and uh, made some friends that were authors and they found out I was in advertising and they're like, I, w- I would like a book cover could you do something like that? And I kind of just developed it uh, over years uh, to a point where I started getting in touch with other book cover designers and they just sort of, you know, pulled me into this world uh, where, yeah, I just ended up doing a lot of covers for, you know, Penguin and Norton. I do a lot of stuff for um, uh, university presses over at RIT. Uh, And these are big publishing companies. Yeah, yeah, right. it's um, on, this is a big deal. It it uh, <laughs> I, I haven't been uh, uh, doing other design for like the last three years. I've been exclusive book covers. Um, it's it's cool. It's really cool because um, uh, book covers. You know, you're not designing. You know, pa- it is packaging, but it's not. You're designing an object. Um, I've never actually. You know that, that people. I've never people heard somebody it call it as a packaging. No, well, I mean, it's sort of considered yeah, a little bit of a package that, design. Yeah. You're wrapping right. something it's the that whole, you're, the whole line, you right? put it at retail and stuff. But You people, do judge a book by its cover. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you would, see it, you bring <laughs> you it home. And, do. And most people, if they love the book, they, you know, they're going to keep it on their table or their right. shelves, yeah. and yeah. they're yeah. going to live with it for years and years and years. Where I just never correlated the, the, the word packaging with a book. It just sounds and, and good maybe, That just might be my back. I actually, I It sounds like a bad thing to say about the book. No, I think it is. But it is. Functionally, it is. It is, yeah. Um, so you have to, yeah, you definitely, you think about it differently. Um, how that relates to photography, 
you know, I, I do on occasion will, uh, this last book I did, I actually, um, uh, for a, a poetry, um, it, it, uh, there was a reference to ghosts and, and to pain and I wanted to bring that in. So I actually like printed out a bunch of type and then shot it afterwards with photography. And I actually like, you know, twisted the paper that it was printed out on so that it's like ghosted and, mm. you know, it's sort of faint a little bit on one side. I did that several different ways and then, you know, came up with one that was, that was most legible, but still could retain that sort of feel to it. Um, so yeah, I do use a little bit of photography, you know, here and there, but I, I, I tend to, you know, compartmentalize that, you know, and differentiate, differentiate that from what I'm doing when I go outside because it's, it's still, you know, work a little bit, even though I, I enjoy it, mm-hmm. you're making stuff, you're making a mess a lot of times, right? but it's like, you know, you are getting paid, there is a budget and you're going to cut it off at some point. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's interesting you say that because I think of the, everyone has a different story that we've had on and, um, you know, everyone has that. I do something for work. I do photography. Some people I do photography a hundred percent. Like I was, you know, Jackie McGriff, for example, she's like, I do photography a hundred percent. But what I'm showing in the show are things that I shoot for myself, so right. nature and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I love the you know that idea of like, yes, you know, I I do sometimes get a couple bucks from doing this thing, but it's still my thing. So I'm not gonna right. mm-hmm. you know having it in a in a different space makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then yeah. lastly, I'm, I, I just remember this right now. Your typewriter art. Yes. What? Wait. Why? 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 What was wrong with that? I mean, no, I think no, it's no, amazing. It's, I, I ended up wearing myself out with. I that. was gonna but, say that's got to be so taxing to do something uh, like that. Yeah, I don't want to go in the details of how it's made. Right. It does take days. I mean, people make paintings that take right, forever. Right. But just uh, how about just how did it? Where, where, real quick, where did you where did you learn to do it, and oh, what, what got you inspired to do it? Like anything else, you just make this shit up. As you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, this I mean, is we pretty learned cool. and we're exposed to certain things. No, yeah, no, literally, it was, it was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I got a typewriter. I got a typewriter. You know, wow, this is cool. And I start writing French. You know, okay, right, right. how are you doing today? The weather here is lovely. You know, and um, and you, you, you tap on it. You're like, oh, that makes a little this. That makes a little that. I think I just started like. I, you know, I know what it was, what the thing that turned it is I typed out uh, Super Mario for okay. my son. Okay. I'm like, look what I can do. Typewriters are cool now, right? Because I can make a video game character. Oh, you messed up, man. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And, it comes uh, at you with everything, right? That it was, and it's just like, oh, what else can I make with this? And I start like, you know, what will people recognize? Oh, let's pull up some paintings and some, you know, and just start posting it. And I, yeah, I... I, I, it is it is fun. It is mm-hmm. great. It is laborious. <laughs> laborious. There it is. It's, That's the word. Um, <laughs> as heck. Um, <laughs> so it's it's very special special occasion. Now I do. I have uh, like I've I've said. I'll make it. I'll send it out to. A friend. I'm going to write you a letter, and then I'll like a surprise. It's the Mona Lisa. You know. <laughs> you know. I'll mail it to him. And uh, this is a forgery. You know. It's not a real thing. <laughs> so. That's so awesome. Oh man! All right, so I, I think we've had some some good. So the commercial would be here. Uh, what commercial will we do for Behind the Glass? We'll be back. We'll probably promote another artist that was in the gallery before. Um, so yeah, um, right now, while we take a break, real quick, 
go check out our other podcast <laughs> and go like all of the other prior artists uh, from Behind the Glass. In the 30 seconds that we're gone. <laughs> but it will really be one second. Right. Like the Avenger movie. And we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Behind the Glass Gallery June Artist Podcast Recording. And right now, we're going to go <laughs> around the horn and uh, just uh, ask each artist what they're bringing to the gallery. And not necessarily, like, what you we don't want to know every image, but, like, what do you want people to get from what you're bringing into the space? Um, so let's see. Let's Jason? Go with, yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me again. Um well, I guess you can find me at thejasonwilder.com um, and on Instagram at Jason D. Wilder. And uh, I guess what I'd like you to um, get out of my photography is that, uh, um, that I like street theater. I, I like life, and I uh, hope you get a little bit out of that as well. And, uh, and I hope you enjoy Eric's and Eric, Erica's uh, photography as much as I do. Thank you. All right. What about you, Eric? Uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, ericcwilder.com, and uh, any links, relevant links, are going to be there. Uh, when you go to the gallery, uh, hopefully when you take a look at my stuff, um, it brings you a little peace, um, maybe uh, just a, a little contemplation, and um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Know, I, I just really hope you enjoy it. And I uh, just uh, before I, you know, if this is the last word to have, uh, thank you, <laughs> by the way, for having me for this. Thank you for hosting all this. Absolutely. Yeah, no really doubt. appreciate the opportunity to show off the work. No doubt. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, and we always talk about this, um, the, the whole, you know, behind the glass, you know, creation was because, you know, we wanted to just showcase other artists and we had a lot of people that we had in mind. And you guys all in our inner circle were people that we always had our minds on. Um, so definitely, um, we're, we're happy you guys are here. Definitely. Yeah, I think it's important always, um, you know, people are listening and they see what we're doing and then they see what you're doing and then they see what the next person is doing. And so being able to, you know, continue to build that ecosystem of just creativity and creatives in Rochester doing well. Definitely. Man. Erica, what about you? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm equally grateful for the opportunity and for you guys seeing me um no doubt. i am bringing a little bit of sadness i mean it might bring up uh feelings of sadness i hope not but it's more so uh, to promote healing okay um and that's all i'm gonna say i mean it's i'm bringing buffalo in mm. so okay i can just okay. it in. and where can people find you Oh, um, you guys can find me at thejera.format.com. That's my website. Or uh, Instagram, J-Era Productions. And that's J-J-A-E, not just the letter J. Perfect. All right. Uh, I think our last person that's going to grab on the mic is our producer, Chris. Uh-oh, well, it's time for somebody to start rambling off all sorts of details. Um, thanks so much for everybody coming over um, and being the first people to record in the new studio setup. Uh, really appreciate Thank everybody. Thank you. We appreciate you, Chris. This is this is awesome. So much fun. And uh, it's always great to learn about uh, all the different people doing their things. Um, speaking of doing their thing, uh, so I w I'm one of the co-founders of Nominate Meals. 
Uh, all you have to do, so we, we basically do a meal for two uh, for $40. Uh, the kick is you have no idea what you're getting until you pick it up. So you go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal uh, for pickup either at Three Heads Brewing, uh, Fatty Beer in the Neighborhood of Play, or Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. And we work with small minority-owned restaurants. Uh, we get to show you what Buffalo and Rochester food really is. Uh, we do all the work, and you get to have a great time. So go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event. Also, subscribe to the Food About Town podcast, recording out of the fantastic new studio that we are sitting in. Uh, this has been an absolute blast, as per usual. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate you. All right, so that's a wrap for our June recording. Uh, please, uh, whenever you have a chance, just head out to the Mercatella Main and check out our artists that are going to be up on the walls. And just a reminder, June is the sixth month. I'm June here. is the sixth month, correct. <laughs> June is the sixth month. We'll see you out there. We will see you guys at the gallery. Take care. <laughs>